Thank you for joining us for this episode of Casually Hardcore. Casually Hardcore is a proud member of the WOW Radio Network. Join us on the web at www.wcradio.com. While there, be sure to view and post on the forums by clicking on the forums button. If you want to interact with this show, please click on the chat button to learn how you can join us in Internet Relay Chat. If you want to email us during the show or anytime, the email address is ch at wcradio.com. And while you are on the website, please click on the donate button to see how you can support WC Radio and all its shows. Be sure to check out all the other fantastic shows on WOW Radio. And now, on, on with, with the, the show. show. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive. It's alive! I am no wise. Are you smoking crack? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. I am Iolite. That felt good! I'm sorry. I'm Gwenora. I might be dangerous! I'm going to slay all of you. I'm Grail. I am a god! I'm kind of a big deal. Ladies and gentlemen, do not panic. The casuals have taken over the airwaves. Welcome to Casually Hardcore, live on WOW Radio. Tangent alert! For Sunday, the 5th of April, 2009, this is Casually Hardcore. I am Gnomewise. I am Grail. Cricket, cricket, uh, cricket, crap. cricket. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid you're stuck with, um, I don't know, two dudes and a microphone or something like that. Two microphones. We're not that close. Damn you. Let's not give the audience ideas. Hey, you're looking very uh, very manly and rugged there today. <laughs> Rub against me. Rub against me? Rub a tub Rub a biscuit? Mm, sausage yeah. fest. Yeah, that's a good point. Ew. Yeah. Creepy. But luckily, we do have female presence in the room. At yes, least. kind of a chaperone, as it were. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we have uh, Iolite and Gwenora's employers both being evil this week. Io's had just a hellacious couple of weeks, actually. Right. Where the big body that uh, accredits the school or the new accrediting body they're going for is getting ready to visit their first first big three day. We will put you under the microscope. Visit is uh, starting tomorrow. So many ducks need to be put into many rows. Kind of a big deal. Yeah, it yeah. is kind of a big deal. Yeah. So understand. Are you going to make me do the drop-in? No, I'm not making you do the drop-in. I, I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Silence! There you go. There I go indeed. Nice. There I go again. So yeah, it's just the two of us, right. but we thought you'd prefer to have something on the airwaves rather than... Well, actually, nothing might be preferable. Yeah, I was going to say, don't give them the option. I know me. <laughs> Do you know you? I know me. Yeah. I know me well. <sighs> Late nights. Be very afraid. Ew, visual image. Uh. Third eye. <laughs> Gah. I've gone blind. And then we're, there we were. Ooh. So what have you been up to this week other than I, I personally have been doing the not playing WoW thing because life sucks. What? Moogie. Moogie. Oh, shush. Yeah. Might want to let your... You know, rep in IRC, that whole you know, thing. His ego can withstand the 15-second wait. I'm just letting you know. I just magic. like to get it out of the way, because if I don't remind you now, we'll be at, like, emails, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, crap. 
if you're joining us in Internet Relay Chat this week live for our show, which you can do by going to WCRadio.com and checking out the fantastically improved website and clicking on the chat button and reading the fancy schmancy English-based instructions there, you can get to us via our IRC rep, the amazing Muggy. Ooh, good Muggy! Swinging from the rafters in IRC even as we speak. If you wish to bring anything to our attention, send us messages, shout-outs, and or berate us. Please filter it through the amazing Muggy. Ooh, good Muggy! And it will be brought to our attention. Please do not PM the hosts directly, because it will be summarily ignored. Because yep. that's just how we are. Indeed. Uh, now we can talk about our weeks. Okay, so my week. What have I done? I have gotten the bug for cooking for some reason. I hate you. Yeah, I don't know why. I love cooking. I just can't eat, so there hasn't been a whole lot of cooking going on. No, I don't mean like I mean in game. Oh, I feel better. Yeah, no. Oh, so you've actually been leveling your cooking skill? Yeah, well, I, my cooking skill was high, but I decided to really go for the achievements, really push towards chef. Ah, and so see the chef hat that they're adding to the game? No, are they? Next patch, you'll be able to spend 100 Dalaran tokens. The, so you have to do 100 days, or close to 100 days, because sometimes you get extra ones. Oh, wow. Uh, and get a an actual poofy okay. chef hat. I'm not entirely certain if that was an April Fool's joke or not, but it seems like something that's believable. They would give you something to spend those dollar yeah. tokens on when you didn't need them anymore. Right. You're going to hit the at the end. I'm, yeah, that's what I've been basically doing is just spending them all now on just completing all the recipes. Yep. Uh, going back down to Shatrath to do the rocks ones because yep. I had missed. I really wasn't into cooking until... The achievements, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now I went back. I've gotten now my delicious chocolate cake. I got one of the other recipes. I'm still waiting for the Kibler bits. Kibler's bits, yeah. To drop or to come out of the barrel or the box of meat. And been God help me because of this having to work on fishing some, yep. which is like shoot me in the face boring. Mm-hmm. But uh, doing those guys' quests, I got my fine fish ability. I got... I'm trying to get the Captain Rumsfeld's lager, I believe, mm-hmm. is the recipe. Captain Rumsey's lager? Yeah, you have to get that from the fishing uh, dailies in uh, outside of Shatrath. I love the fact that you have to basically get blind drunk to improve your fishing skill. Yeah. And you frequently have to drink more. It has a very short duration. Like three, oh, really? Three minutes. Oh, yes. Nice. I haven't gotten it yet, so I don't know. Yep. It is completely holy and cool. very realistic. Nice. I have. I did get lucky one day, and while doing the daily cooking quest in Shat, or in Dalaran, which for some reason this week has been mushroom-infused meatloaf like every goddamn day. Okay. I went down and found one of the potions in the sewer mm-hmm. that turned me into a tusker, which yeah. gives me plus 50 fishing, so I was able to fish some in the the fountain there because my skills and all that high and got some of the coins out of there now so, note uh, something i never realized until after i'd finished the dollar on coin yeah. is the copper and silver coins you can, can be traded and yes. are available on the auction house yeah that's nice i uh, mean it would have been just... nice to know at the time <laughs> and you know to, when you get the gold coins to flip them back into the fountain and they yeah. increase your coin fishing chance oh, okay yeah i haven't uh I haven't got any gold ones. I only had like a ten minute window to fish with gotcha. that with that buff on me. So outside of that, um, not too much. I mean, I you know, of course did the normal twenty five mans of uh, 
vaults and Obsidian Sanctum. That's that your Wednesday group? Yeah, Wednesday group was on hold this week, so I just plugged it. Um, ah. We a lot, too many of the people that organized it were out of town, so uh, that happens. But yeah, no, I mean otherwise, I got my twenty-two slot bag finally off the Super hey, Dragon, so that was cool. I missed out on a uh, Fury of the Five Flights though trinket, which is an incredibly good meal. DPS melee, uh, trinket, yeah. Mimi. Very nice. So I was sad to see that, but hey, got something out of it, and so another week goes by. You got your big sack. Got my big sack. So I'm actually every got, man needs a big sack. Hey, man, I I always bring the big sacks with me. That's right. Bring the big exactly. sack to the game. That's sack right. up. Oh, I'm not touching that. Okay, I'm not touching. <laughs> no, sack. you're not touching my sack. <laughs> my sack is soul bound. I'll let you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think it's account bound, and and you and Doxo share an account. But anyway, uh, yeah, well, not she- touching that. <laughs> <laughs> I could go so bad with it. Yeah. Okay, we well, we better time out here. It is very still, yeah. far off the rails there. Oh, man. Okay, so what have you been doing this week? Uh, well, I got to basically play for the first time this week last night. Um, our guild put our toes into 10-man next Ramos. Right. And with much wailing and flailing and wiping and learning, uh, did manage to clear the arachnid wing. Yes. Before everyone was... Uh, said that it was, it was time to go to bed it was very out. late and yeah. well we have a fair few people who are east coast so it was very late for them and i was pretty much worn out at that point as well so sure i got to see you know the inside of next ramas really for the first time mm-hmm. with any extensiveness and was given to think what how epic it must have been when this was tuned for 40 people oh yeah i mean you can just imagine you know these these flights are or these fights are Fun and yeah. there's stuff you know stuff you need to be doing as ten people, and just imagine what mayhem it must have been. Oh yeah, tuned up to forty, tuned to forty, and tuned to bleeding edge forty. 40. Yeah, I mean, I can I understand why people have such warm right memories of this because it's it holds up favorably against uh, wrath instance design. Right. I mean, I'm seeing things in here that. I thought were innovations, you know, because I saw right. them in Wrath, and they had them all the way back at the end yeah. of Vanilla. Oh, yeah. Just even, you know, the multi-layered webbed areas mm-hmm. where you're walking on the webs, which I've, I saw for the first time in Agile Naroop. Right, right. And I thought, ooh, how neat is that, you know, that they came up with this idea after all this time developing? No, they just finally reused it after Nax, and I, but as the typical non-raider, I didn't see any of it. Exactly. Until uh, Wrath came out, which... Kind of has always been their their mantra has been we want people to see this stuff we poured our hearts and souls into and our numbers were telling us nobody was seeing this crap right and we just blew how many development do- hours <laughs> and dollars making this and one point two percent of our players ever saw you know the inside of Sunwell yeah and as gratified as we are though you know people who did see it loved it that wasn't a really good expenditure of our dollars now yeah. was it yeah somebody did a uh, roi test yeah. on that and said wait a sec <laughs> we're blowing a lot of resources on something that very few of our paying customers right. are ever going to enjoy what's wrong with this picture yeah. here people i think they need to figure out a way to balance that to give those bleeding edgers something unique but hard maybe mode, not hard modes are supposed right. to be that but we'll n- see if it turns out to be enough yeah but to, to pour in the entire an entire instance design team into an instance and very few people will see doesn't seem worth it if they do it right with Ulduar, mm-hmm. you'll have something for everyone right you'll have 10-man version that smaller guild geared with 10-man level stuff 
can complete for lesser rewards. Right. But they will. But the important thing from Blizzard's standpoint seems to be they will have seen the content and seen at least a light version of the mechanics and the fight designs. And they'll have a feeling of, I've seen this part of the game. And then the 25-man is the next layer. Right. And then 25-man hard mode for you know, the majority of the fights. I think 11 out of the 14 fights will have some kind of optional thing you can do differently to make it significantly harder. And that's, that's going to be the big thing, is how significantly harder is it? Right. And how superior are the rewards if you complete the hard mode? Right, and you know, and you know, glancing at the uh, black void, the question of whether or not will you have to do the ten man to get to the twenty five man, or walking in with twenty five man knacks and uh, eye of eternity gear, is that enough to start you at twenty five man? Blizz has stated that that's if you are twenty five man geared, your their intended through line for you is you go into twenty five man to twenty five. You don't have to step back to ten man. They removed the server first achievements for the 10 man version on the test realms because they realized the people who stepped out of 25 man nax are just going to steamroll 10 man versions of their teams through it just to get the titles and they'll be utterly meaningless because they realized the way they tuned it you know 25 man gear will be enough to walk straight into 10 man and, and do really really well hammer it cool so they said well, we'll just take them out that makes sense they are working on there's a few mechanics they've smattered into the game where it looks at your item level and will only award you an achievement if you were in there with a p- particular gear level. Ooh. It doesn't seem like that was ready for full-scale deployment. Otherwise, they probably just would have tuned the achievements in the 10 men who you can't be wearing item, you know, above item level right. 200 or 213 or whatever you know, the item level of the 10-man is. But they weren't... I think they want to get the patch released. It's, it's going slowly enough as it is with them going back and re-engineering all the achievements to be based on right. item level and however much code that much must involve. Right. Though, funny enough, I wonder that they're probably doing that more to compensate for those folks coming in undergeared and just basically being carried through to an achievement yes. than, than the flip side of that, of being overgeared. Works and both ways. It. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, their stated concern in the forums was we were concerned that people who were overgeared for the 10 men would steal all the... Uh, server first titles and right. render them meaningless and make people angry. So we're just taking it out. That makes sense. And they they know their player base and they are damn right. People absolutely would have done that. So oh yeah, we'll do twenty five man later. Yeah, let's go get the titles quick. Yeah, ha ha. Because that's a wow player. Pwned you noob. Yep. <laughs> uh, so yeah. and we were talking about before the show the fact that they removed Noble Garden from the calendar. Yep, they are pushing back Noble Garden to an unspecified date uh, so that they can push out 3.1 when it is ready rather than in time for the Easter holiday that Noble Garden represents in game right which is next you know next week so Noble Garden will happen when it's ready it will be more than a one day event this time and there is a meta achievement associated with doing the various activities in the Noble Garden um Grail why did you leave IRC cuz my IRC client crashed Everyone is wailing and gnashing their teeth. I bet and they are crying and. I was just hoping you would end keep of the internet. <sighs> while I hit my function keys here and no. make things reappear. No, you fail. All right. So, yeah, the uh, noble garden will come whenever they're ready, and I. The assumption is it will come with three point one, which will then and three point one will come when it's ready. The background downloader has now been active for two weeks. And you know has the basis of the 3.1 patch in it. So true to form, I think you'll, we will. 
on patch day, that pre-downloaded one will install. You'll log back in, and immediately it'll download another patch for all the changes that were made since they started the background. Correct. Because, but the big, the bulk of the media download should be done by then if, if you allow your background downloader to run. Right, right. I go in and I let mine run unthrottled and just get the damn get yeah. the damn file down yeah. and call it good. It's more just I have to remember, like, you know, boot up the laptop sometime into WoW so that it actually That's starts the problem with multiple it. machines. Yeah. Is, <laughs> have I updated everybody? Um, if you know your way around the operating system, you can usually find the file and copy it from machine to machine. Right, right. Um, it's a couple hundred megs this time, so it's, it's, a, it's, it's a, a huge content patch, so it's going to be beefy. That makes sense. And patch day is always kind of evil and and bad on the blizzard download servers because well there's a lot of us and just a couple of them makes sense we are legion <sighs> so aside from all that fun-filled activity nothing too much i mean we did run an instance that we're going to be talking about on friday night i think yeah we actually you did sneak away a little bit i got got the family put to bed <laughs> everybody was sick to varying degrees got everyone dosed with various medications to make their stomachs not try and kill them always good and snuck in for one instance so nice. we had some fun there and then i snuck in i thought uh, i was being really i've got this interesting psychotic mental block mm-hmm. uh that ever since the times everywhere else changed <laughs> arizona doesn't do the daylight savings time thing but the server does so the server time changed and we used to be absolutely synchronized with server time now we're an hour off so the server is an hour ahead of us and i am incapable of remembering that yeah so i was missing raids and showing up late so i today you know, was logging in quote an hour early to make sure I was ready for the raids. the ten man stuff we were planning on doing, mixing if people were going to show up, and you know logged in as it turns out just in time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I totally meant to do this guy. Yeah. Here I am, right on time. <laughs> Crap! Boom! <laughs> yeah, learn to clock. I yeah. fail. Um, and so we able to do that last night. Been playing with a fun bit of technology, Ooh. which has a tangential relationship to WoW just because it provides internet access. Okay. I've got that little USB Verizon card right. that lets me get the laptop on the internet. Wherever. That Wherever. You can get At least my cell phone. Yeah. Uh, working with a company called Cradlepoint Technologies. Okay. They make routers. And, they, and actually Fry's Electronics actually started carrying these. And the router plugs into the USB device or the uh, PC card slot. They, it's got a a card bus slot in it okay. as well. And different versions only have a battery-powered version and then a regular AC version and a full home router with the 802.11n. Yeah. And allows you to turn your little USB mobile broadband device into a Wi-Fi hotspot for multiple computers. Wow. Yeah, looking forward to BlizzCon here. Interesting. Where we not only have an individual machine on the internet, we can have multiple. All of our you know, machines nearby very nice. And not only that, you can also use it as a failover. Their deluxe one, which is the full router with the four-port switch and Wi-Fi N on it. Right. You can hook it to your cable modem or DSL or whatever, and then plug in your USB device. And if you're, you can do two things. You can either do load balancing, mm-hmm. where it uses both internet connections. Sure. And, or you can do failover, where right. if your cable modem goes offline, it switches over to the Verizon or AT&T or Sprint or whoever. It works with all the all the different carriers. Wow. It is a really sexy piece of technology. Very cool. And 
the baby one I've got um, is a 802.11G mm-hmm. Wi-Fi hotspot. has a single hardwired port, which you can use either to have it share to a hard, you know, be the internet connection for a hardwired LAN, or you can switch it to WAN mode, and it'll do it'll do load balancing or failover between your mobile card and your hardwired internet, whatever it is. It's very, but cool. only through the Wi-Fi connection. It okay. only has one port. It, it won't back up your hardwired network as, right, as well. Right, 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 right. But there's they have the slightly more expensive version that will do that. But useful again. Looking forward to the, the mobile internet we need yeah. when we try and do these remote uh, connections. Somebody in the Black Void is making Dax a laugh. Well, because you want to share with the class, they're saying, "Welcome to Nerd Talk on WCRadio.com." Well, I mean, yeah, you can't. It's it's us. Nope. Yep. Yeah, because I mean, I was actually going to take it to the next level that I wouldn't mind. Then, like, you could actually pr- program in some like QoS on like your you Wow data. You can. This thing is a, is a is a definite device made by nerds for nerds and it has full traffic shaping capability. That would be great. Actually, that would be really useful at BlizzCon though too for yes. some of the streaming we do to Toot. cut out the noise and right. make sure our. Streaming gets through yeah. aside from you know browsing the internet or whatever. The important else. stuff, exactly. Porn, actually, that yeah. too. Bow, chicka, bow, yeah. bow. Make that one. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> that's really. Did you stumble on that just walking through fries or? Uh, no, actually, I had actually for a, a guildie. Okay, and again, this ties back to WoW because this was all about getting getting machines on the internet for purposes of playing WoW. Right. Um, our, our guildmate Brain Freeze. Oh, okay. Goes up to house up north mm-hmm. regularly. Which does not have hardwired internet, and he did have the AT and T Sierra Wireless service, which worked fine down here in in the in the valley. Up there, he could get a machine on the internet with it if he you know, parked it near the window, <laughs> and then he went out and bought a Wilson cellular amplifier, uh, okay, which improved things, and but. His wife couldn't get on to play WoW with him because they had just just the one tenuous connection to the internet via the AT&T card, which was plugged into his computer physically. Right. So I went out and did some research, and I found CradlePoint. And for Christmas, I gave him this router. Just huh. had CradlePoint send it directly to him. This is before Fry's carried it. Nice. Um, so com- he can now park the router in the window, hooked to the amplifier, stick the antenna outside the house... And on top of that, AT&T has improved their coverage up there, so he gets full 3G. And now it doesn't matter where he moves his laptop, because the antenna for the actual broadband is now in a fixed location. It nice. stays in the window, or it stays outside, right, actually. Right, right, right. And they're just connecting to a Wi-Fi network as far as their laptops are concerned, so they can Which both get on right while. their house now, so... Actually, all three of them, because their daughter has a, has a MacBook now. Oh, okay. So they can all be up there, and they don't have to buy a permanent landline connection for a house they use... Once irregularly, the moon, moon, right, right. Um, so it has definitely has its place, and I'm going to be using the um, borrow the amplifier again. And instead of having the one machine, I'll you know in the in the trunk, I'll build a little board with this router on it for uh, the BlizzCon road trip in our our little backseat broadcast, nice. and we'll see how well that works. So this is this is all in pursuit of content for all of you. So I don't know why you're whining and bitching. This is what I did with my week. I'm sorry. I didn't have a chance to play WoW. All hell was breaking loose in my wife's work life. I've been more interested in taking care of her when she gets home and is on the ragged edge of, of stress explosion. Hey, WoW requires internet. If you can't get on the internet, you're not going to play WoW. So this is it's a good tie-in. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's well done. 
Thank you. Thank you very yeah. much. Uh, Here till Thursday. Try exactly. Expand your mind on technology a little bit. Damn you all. <laughs> Take the blue. God shot. damn you all. Yeah. Uh, uh, aside from that, trying to think if there's any other major events this week in WoW or other. Well, this April is, Fools. We're in our. There was the April Fools. There was the epic uh, dance competition yep. that they're going to add to the game. The dance battle system. Dance battle system. That was very which nice. Is great uh, front page. I always love the fact that Blizzard goes fully and they'll actually craft screenshots and everything for their April Fools. I mean, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Diablo, but the the Diablo three. April Fool's joke. I didn't see that one. What was it? They announced their new class. What's that? The Archivist. Just this <laughs> the doddering old guy. Old, it's it's like, you're, like you're playing Deckard Kane. <laughs> old doddering guy. And he has like the lore. Yeah. Uh, the lore tornado and all these new location uh-huh. books would wrap up the mobs and would do the quest bolt where he would cast the the exclamation point at, at mobs and then <laughs> stop stop attacking and become quest givers. <laughs> nice. And then they'd have like one one tiny little undead walk up to him and one shot him. Yeah. <laughs> he's an old freaking guy. Right. But again, they they did their normal treatment of, you know, full character description, concept art, yeah. graphics, videos. Talent trees. They, oh, and the dialogue tree was hilarious because oh. all this guy does is talk. Right, right. So it was like seven layers <laughs> of responses out in concentric circles out from the middle of the screen. like, ah, oh. don't do it. That's great. Yeah, that was and the uh, StarCraft Two one. I didn't see it. I only saw the WoW one. So. Yeah, they had a uh, a Terran uh, unit. It basically your your main building would transform into Voltron, basically. Oh, awesome! Yep. <laughs> go summon blazing go sword. Yep, form wow. blazing sword. Wow. Yeah, it was uh, the Terratron. <laughs> That's great. It was. It was bad. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I saw the obviously the WoW page, which is Dance Battle System. Uh, Wowhead did a great skin redesign that made it look like the Armory beta page. Which yeah, I thought which was probably gave people you know cold sweats. Yeah. <laughs> so they did a, a nice job with that. Um, yeah, and the funny thing was they also had some announcements on the front page, which really seemed you know like, legit like please you know even though it's april fools you know a lot of it had to do with account security mm-hmm. um which we've recently had a uh scare with in our guild yep. account security unfortunately one of our guild members uh back east got hacked got hacked now and- to Blizzard's credit in record time she was restored like day later, if that less than twenty four hours. I mean, those of you who follow me on Twitter have already heard about this, but you know, she was disheartened to the point of just putting the game down, saying "screw this." And Blizzard, you know, if your if your motivation for having the strike team for restoring hacked accounts is to aid in account retention, success, success. you did it. Great she was, job. You know, it was justifiably upset that someone would do this to yeah. all her work. And was just ready to go, screw it, I'm going home. And next day, yeah. 95% of her stuff was back and had a message saying, we're working on the other 5%. Right. Thank you for your patience. And we learned a little bit about Guild Bank security as well. Yes, we did. <laughs> and, and they the restored the Guild Bank. They restored bank all the Guild Bank, bank items, which I always I love the fact that, that she got hacked. Went into the guild bank, took some of the gems and stuff we had out of there, left the gold, though, that yeah. we had in the bank. Yeah, it wasn't very much, but it was It wasn't there. much, but, I mean, that's like two seconds to grab that. So I was kind of surprised about that. But, hey, you know, these guys are uh, never claimed to be geniuses. So uh, hopefully they got some accounts banned for that. Oh, hell yes. Um, those people 
pretty much suck. Uh, there was a period last week for about a day where you could buy authenticators. So I was able to Woo-hoo! get one for our, uh, or actually our guildmate, uh, Verlin, picked mm-hmm. up one for himself and one for our son. Do you see that they've, they're releasing the telephone versions? Yeah, for iPhones right now. Just iPhone? Just iPhone at the moment. Um, but I would hope that they'll move over to BlackBerry and the other Windows common, Mobile yeah, and Scion. Which is ones. fantastic. Again, that also ties into their... Uh, desire to have your all your accounts now tied to a BattleNet Battle account, Net, yep. and that'll that you can use that authentication. But what we're talking about is the authenticator uh, that you buy right now. You can actually download onto an iPhone and use your phone as your authenticator. You're a lot more likely to have your phone with exactly. you at all times than a, a, a key little fob keychain here. thing. Yep. Yeah, just hanging on the dresser next to me here. Exactly. I was going to try and be in the dance party, but the machine just can't withstand the the onslaught yeah. of all these internet applications at once. Yeah. So yeah, you should be able to load software onto various devices, iPhone only at the moment, that will generate the magic number at the appropriate time that lets you in to give you that added layer of security. From uh, Pusar in the IRC, Pusar. I have a advertisement to read. Mm-hmm. I have to do it in, in uh, radio voice. Okay. Do you want to do your extra bit for the community? Have you donated your money or your firstborn child already? Still wanting to give more? Then the IRC reps are always looking for fresh meat. Up for the challenge? It is to keep the IRC in line, spam links, and get the occasional word of praise from the show hosts. Send an email with your soul attached to pusar at wcradio.com. P-U-S-S-E-R. Yes, if you would like to be a show IRC rep, and you can just ask the good monkey muggy about all the fantastic rewards that are associated with being an IRC rep, Please contact Pusar, and she will vet you and generally put you through the grinder and then reject you outright because you are simply not prepared. Money, power, and women for IRC reps. Chicks in truckloads. Chicks dig IRC. Women (laughs) dig it. Back us up here. Women dig it, huh? <laughs> You're just overcome by the, yeah, the manly, overcome the manly by sex the, uh, appeal in yeah. this room. It's like a cloud. Oh, yeah. that's a di- no, that's a different. Sorry, uh, hmm. but anyway, Rawr. I love Slap you. Pretty. Me with that trout, baby. Oh, <laughs> it's a halibut. Damn you all. Whatever. <laughs> See, I'm not an RC rep. I don't know these. Oh, things. the face palming going on from the back <laughs> end of the table is rather epic. But I digress. Awesome. And occasionally diverge and divest. I think we managed to stumble our way to a music break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a couple face plants along the way. Not bad. And this particular music break, this is a repeat of a song I played during the uh, start, but I need to inflict it on more of you and inflict it on you guys, actually. Uh, blame Total Biscuit for this one. This is the song from the music video preview for the new PopCap game called Plants vs. Zombies, which I believe launches either today or tomorrow. Okay. Um, it's similar to desktop tower defense, but with the theme of plants, plants versus zombies. zombies, which makes complete sense. Uh, go over to popcap.com and check out the actual video that this song comes from because it's hilarious. Okay. Because it's plants and zombies. and We're a very strange little subculture, but I'll just leave it at that. So here is There's a Zombie on Your Lawn from PopCap Games, and we'll be back right after Shriveling Your Brains. You're listening to Casually Hardcore, only on WCRadio.com. Where's my drink? 
south of my head Have any the brains of the one who planted me here No! I'm just a sunflower but you need power An entire infantry You like the taste of brains We don't like zombies Listen up, this is very important, so listen closely. When you see the blizzard being cast, do stand still, run away from it, do stand where you are, and remember, when you see the rings of fire appear on the floor, you must not move or turn or do anything. It is imperative that you do this, otherwise you'll wipe the raid. Everybody clear? Okay, let's go. Has this ever happened to you? Is your guild suffering from a breakdown in communication? Then you need a premium quality Ventrilo server from UGTServers.com. Choose your location and choose from some of the cheapest servers around and have your new server set up in minutes. Unlike many other providers, low prices don't mean crippled servers. UGT Servers lets you choose from premium quality codecs for the best sound quality around at no extra charge. And you can even let your entire guild share the cost of the server using the unique guild deposit system. Doesn't your guild deserve the best? Get your premium quality Ventrilo server from UGTServers.com. That's UGTServers.com. And enjoy crystal clear voice communication. It's not brain surgery. It's just a radio station. Although we do mess with your head from time to time. From Tanaris all the way to Nobregon, this is WOW Radio. That's great actual physical contact. And Casually Hardcore continues live on Wild Radio with myself, Gnomewise. And myself, Grail. I'm, I'm so used to there being a couple more names before I have to yeah, talk. this is true. <laughs> uh, shout out and thank you to Kiavis from the website for the, uh, and now for something completely different, suggestion. And we went out and found that. And then just now in the IRC, who sent that to me? Talia sent in the actual physical contact from Ghostbusters just in time for the actual segment. So thank Excellent. you, guys. That was so we now have kind of a standard intro to the actual content section of our program. Right. 
It it uh, that song kind of made me mellow and dude scared. What? Because <laughs> there's zombies on the lawn. On the lawn, but it's okay. That's okay because the plants will plants apparently will defend, us. defend us. You have to go watch the video. <laughs> yeah, apparently it's, it's even better with with the bebop and sunflower and the whole sound system and disco lights and fog machines and yeah. butter on my head. Mmm, melty. All the weird things that our our little nerd culture gloms onto, and this is one that PopCap obviously knows us well because it fed us here. Oh, yeah. Take this. And now Take they're getting this. free advertisement on our radio station because they made a really annoying and song that gloms onto your brainstem and won't let go. I hate you, TB. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So we are going to jump in to a, a Masters of Five. I'm a kitten. You're a kitten. I'm a kitten. You're a kitten. Okay, I feel better. Are you okay? All right. Come on, focus. Just, just, just I'm, focus. Seething. I'm seething. I'm just right. purging it. Okay. It's Masters of Five. We are going back in time to the culling of Stratholme. Let's do the time warp again. Okay, Rocky Horror for reference. Nice. Uh, all right. This would be found, funny enough, in the Caverns of Time. Now, the, way you, the new way you can get to the Caverns of Time is available in Dalaran, up in the Violet Citadel on the top of the stairs on the reft. Little portal with a floaty person in front of it. Yep, takes you right to the dragon at the top of the cave, so you can use your summoning stone there. The or... Summoning stone has been retuned to allow level eighty summons. Lovely. So you can just don't when you're you're going to beam in, you're going to be facing the dragon. He'll take you down, and if you're not thinking, you'll get on the dragon and say, "Okay, let's summon people." Oh wait! Oh dang it! And you hoof it back <laughs> yeah. up to the top of the hill. Haul back up. So assuming you get your folks summoned, you jump on the dragon, you fly down. Um, I don't remember exactly which slot you go in. Just it's walk around the, the circle <laughs> until you see the big human-looking buildings. Yeah, and town folk. Long road with buildings along each side. Basically, Stratholm before the right, fire. Right. And you'll wander into the uh, instance, and you're confronted with a gnome. Gnome chicks are yeah. hot. Chromie, the original there. hot gnome. Uh-huh. Now, I know some of you heathens <sighs> out there um, have been putting forth you know, lies and slanders that you know, Chromie is a dude. And <laughs> What? If you <laughs> look, when Chromie is not in humanoid form, uh-huh. Chromie is a dude. Really? Dragon's got a beard. And based on the naming convention, yeah. Krondormu, Ormu is a male name. You know how geeky Ormi. that is that you know that the dragon I, I, naming convention. I just of read a the dude. forum post. <laughs> but yeah, oh, man. The, all the points that were made in the forum post are correct. The, okay. the naming, you know, the graphic is a male graphic. Um, all the other bronze dragonflight females, you know, end in I instead of you, and they seem to you know be absolutely right. But all that matters is when she's in humanoid form, she's a gnome chick, and gnome chicks are hot. Okay, uh, huh, this is brought to you by In the Closet Gaming. Nice. What closet? <laughs> no chicks are hot. That's all there is to it. I'm not wrong, and wow. I stand by it. Moving all on. Right. Yes, Chromie will be waiting for you at the top of the ramp, <laughs> and we'll, if this is your first time in there, we'll have a quest for you. Yes. You should talk to her every time you come in, because she gives you an item that you need to start the event, no matter what. Right. The Arcane Disruptor. Yeah, I believe one person has to get that. Yeah, somebody needs yeah. to get it. This is set in 
Plaguewood, basically, before right. it was Plaguewood. Right. And takes you into what would have been the Strat Live entrance previously. Exactly. If you look around, you know, the, the landscape is correct. It's yeah. just not destroyed and has human buildings. Yep. And Chromie gives you the mission to uncover the plagued grain crates. Right. So Arthas can become alerted to the fact that the plague grain is here and comes and does his culling. Yeah. And basically, you're there to ensure that he culls Stratholme because to have that not happen would you know, disrupt the time stream and, yeah. and be worse than the evil that was the culling of Stratholme. Apparently. Or so they or say. Or maybe Chromie is just evil. Yeah, that could be it. Well, but she's still hot, so it doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> she is a gnome. Okay. So. so now she's a dragon. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> anyway. You spend the beginning basically riding around just looking for these crates. Glowy crates. Yeah. The very obvious effect on me. Hit him with the arcane disruptor. There's a counter up top. Tells right. you when you've got the five that you need. Right. And then she says, good, great job. She whispers in your ear, come, come meet me up by Stratholme. Mm-hmm. You can mount up. It's an outdoor zone at this point. Yes. And find Chromie. Talk to her again. And she will initiate the next stage where Arthas, um, Jaina, and what's his name? Oh my god, I'm drawing a complete blank. But yeah, his uh, Uther, Uther, Uther Lightbringer uh, shows up, and, and they have their little dialogue right. about I'm going to. Go, you know, people are already dead; they just don't know it yet. Yeah. And Jaina and Uther are like, "Oh, you can't do that. You're evil. Yeah. You're you're going into a dark place. Yeah, whatever." Yeah, Jaina actually stays pretty passive during the whole conversation. Yeah, she said, she "I just, can't watch you do this. Yeah. I'm out of here. I'm out." But yeah, really, it's Uther who's like, "No, you're kind of nuts," and he's like, "Well, you're out. Of you're here. out of the order. I have authority, and you don't." And, and Uther's like, "Screw you guys. Screw you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> I'm not going to sit around here. I won't exactly stop you, but I'm not going to sit around here and watch you kill all these people." Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that finishes, and then Arthas says, "All right, guys, gather up. Let's walk into uh, Stratholme. Mm-hmm. You walk on in. And it's funny if you let it sit for a little bit before you." trigger it, you'll hear the founds people talking. Someone will be like, man, I don't feel too yeah, good. Yeah, my stomach hurts. I'm going to miss uh, another day of work and all this. And everybody, you can tell, obviously, the plague is starting to make its way around. You can also look around, spend some time, and the various characters oh, yeah. who are undead in Stratholme when we first encountered it are represented here. Exactly. Uh, Frasiabi is there. Uh, there's there's lots of little uh, things. Heart Stringer, the, yep, the Bard. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, you'll find everybody hanging out that you'll eventually come back and kill when you're level yeah, 60. That's true. Uh, so they, he walks in, he goes up, of course, to one guy who goes, Oh, yay, the prince is here. You've come to save us. We've, you know, we've, we're having some problems. The only thing I can help you with is a quick death. Yeah. He gets out his big honking mallet and bam, <laughs> one shots the villager. Oh, God. Everyone starts cowering. Right, right. Enter the big honking demon. Yeah. Malganis shows up and goes, hi, I'm Malganis. Taunt, 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 taunt. (laughs) Come and get me, big boy. Which I love the, uh, you know, desire to, he's like, no, no, just in case you're wondering, I'm (laughs) Malganis. Don't mess with me. Booyah. Oh, yeah. So he shows up and says, haha, I'm going to turn everybody into plague uh, zombies and does so pretty much immediately and vanishes. And Arthas, of course, gets a big... uh, Emo speech. Yeah, emo speech about, oh, I'm going to kill you, wah, wah, wah. Let's go uh, send a small team in. Uh, the guards that you walked in with will just basically hold the gate and yep. kill any peasant that tries to flee, yep. which they do repeatedly mm-hmm. while you're in there. Now, one of the other things that is, no, there's two ways to tackle this dungeon. You can just go through it like normal, 
or a timer starts. On heroic only. On heroic only, that you can actually try to beat the timer, which involves going through the Vinces as quick as possible so you can clear it uh, before that runs out. And which save, is like, save an, a, dra- a bronze dragonflight dragon. Right. And it's your shot at uh, the reins of the bronze dragon. Exactly. And it's, it's about 22 minutes or 24 minutes you have. Yep. Uh, to do it, but for our purposes, we're just going to take it that you're regular mode. going regular mode through it. So you start off, and you'll—I don't know what this is like. I don't think that I can compare this to another incident. It sort of has a feel of Black Morass, a little bit. You have to go to certain points to At engage. Certain times, um, but it kind of randomly happens on your map. You'll see a white flag, yep. and, and there'll be a shout that says where you're supposed right. to go next for the next spawn of elites. Yes. In between, there's ten hundred million of these little. Low hit point zombies that constantly drop you into combat. Yeah. So drinking is a pain in the butt. Rezzing people is a pain in the butt. Huge pain. Um, and you said kind of have to AOE them. They're, they're incredibly weak. Right. Their most annoying thing is they will interrupt things like drinking and eating. Yeah. And, and rezzing. Rezzing is by far, if you have a death, getting into a position where you can allow uh, somebody who obviously you're not doing a battle res, but to allow res can be challenging. Yeah. <laughs> and. If you die and run back in from the graveyard, remember, which I always forget, when you re-enter and talk to Chromie, she will teleport you back to the entrance of Stratholm, right. saving you the, the mounted portion of the program. I always run right past her and forget because I'm <laughs> stupid that way. That and I just... Awesome. Hey, Chromie, how you doing, baby? Hey, exactly, yeah. Spending quality time <laughs> with my gnome. This guy takes five minutes every time he's at Chromie. It's really weird. <laughs> Well, She's mama. not a special friend. But anyway. All right. So you're murdered. So obviously you go to these white flags and you'll see groups of elites. And yep. in, you know, like we said, the zombies will keep showing up, the little one-shot uh, zombies, which really can only become troublesome if you're engaging the elites and four or five start stacking on your healer. Just walk over and do some sort of AOE and they'll yep. blow them out. out. One, I mean, one swipe takes right. them out. One arcane explosion takes them out. They're just yeah. annoying. But you really are probably not going to have much opportunity to do crowd control. I mean, maybe if you have a hunter, the problems are with these zombies, even a trap will has the uh, possibility of a zombie walking over your frost yeah. trap. So really you're doing an AOE uh, tank it, and for the most part, uh, especially with the way the game is now, you're going to probably AOE them down. As You'll well. get a variety of uh, regular ghoul models. They're generally high on the kill list because they do some nasty poisons right. and can enrage the big abomination type guys. And then occasionally you'll get these Kel'Thuzad before the transformation looking necromancer guys yeah. um, that summon little more powerful skeletons and yeah. should also be fairly high on the kill list. But basically set a kill order with your people yeah. and just go to town. This is this is definitely a if you've got good AOE, it's very handy. Especially yep. if you're going for the timed run, you just want to blast through stuff. Right. Overheal, overheal, overheal. Exactly. Um, and you'll you'll be ping ponged in, in random order to different locations to where the uh elites are spawning. If you look at the top of your screen, you'll see a wave counter, mm-hmm. again very similar to Black Morass and Violet Hold. It's basically how long until the next mini boss. And you just kill the little tiny zombies as you go because they're just—they're not big threat. They're just annoying. Just right. keep them off your healer because they'll do spell interrupts. You'll do several groups of elites, and you'll get your first boss. Now, unlike Violet Hold, they are not random. They are fixed in order. Yes. So Meat Hook is your first. A big old abomination walks out. Uh, you'll head over to him. He—he he will still have some of the 
the weak zombies around him. Otherwise, though, you're really just engaging him. He has an interesting mechanic that does change one tactic. Normally, you're kind of striving for your healer to be low on the threat list. Right. And he will throw out the big chains and and basically stun whoever is lowest on the threat list on, and who is not in melee range. Right. Which is, hey, that sounds like the description of a healer. Yeah. So what you wind up doing is if you have misdirect available or tricks of the trade available, you wind up throwing it on the healer for once. Just to, to get To us. elevate their threat level, at least to the point where they're not the bottom. Right. Now, um, the uh, the problem with... Because the other solution would, you know, sounds like, well, let's just have the healer stand in uh, melee, uh, melee range. range. Problem is, he does a disease explosion, yes. which can interrupt spell casting and also uh, causes, I think, a silence for a little bit or like a four-second issue. While it, what, basically, if you're in that explosion, you're going to have problems casting for about four seconds. Yep. So, yeah, you're left with the choice of dealing with that or... Doing something to elevate your your healer's uh, threat, threat during the fight. Otherwise, tank tank and spank uh, frenzy yep. occurs. That's about it. So, assuming that uh, you can easily get through this fight, you will get such things as the enchanted wire stitching, which is a nice little ring for your casters. The kilt of sewn flesh, which just sounds lovely. Wore that for a long time, Put actually, those, uh, on a casting set. Pants on. Uh, leather casting. Meat hook slicer, which is a nice little sword. Uh, it's a DPS sword, agility and stamina with attack power and armor penetration. Or the slaughterhouse sepatons, which is plate boots for the prot, uh, prot folks in your life. Prot DK, prot warrior, um, prot pally. Yep. Most excellent. That's that. There'll be a short breather before the next set of waves, so mana up if you can with the stupid zombies. Yeah. And get ready. You can't accelerate this. You just have to wait yeah. until it starts. And if you're on the time run, it's like, come on. Yeah, it's like, come on, come on, come on. Because you don't on. know where the next one's going to spawn, so you don't know where to position yourself. It gets a little annoying. And more waves, more of the same. You get a variety of uh, insectoid guys abominations, ghouls, and necromancers, and some humanoid guys that are non-elite, so you can definitely yeah. AOE them. They right. The acolytes. Um, and that will come to, and you just watch your mini-map, and they give you the pointers mm-hmm. and the white flags where you're supposed to run. And part of the, the time drone actually is a crapshoot of, you can get a really favorable series of spawns that are basically right next to each other. Yeah. And that's kind of what you're hoping for. If you've, you don't have massive DPS, if you, if you have really good 25-man you know, geared DPS, you can do a timed run just by AOEing the hell out of everything and just right. not stopping. If you're doing it lesser geared, having a good set of spawns helps you because there's less downtime running between killing the elites. Right, right. Because there is as soon as you kill one set of elites, the next uh, set will spawn very quickly, unlike when you kill a boss when you have a set time you have to wait. You'll Correct. do a bunch more of these back and forth running, killing the elites, and you'll get your necromancer boss. What's his name? Is Salram the Flesh Crafter. He crafts flesh. He crafts flesh. He will craft a piece of flesh for you like no... Anyway, That's moving on. Yeah. 995. Okay, so this guy looks, again, much like... Before, uh, the before the transformation, he's got his little white beard and his little antler thingies in his head or yep. whatever the hell they are. Uh, he comes out and 
really, he's a bit of a caster. He'll do such fun things as summon some ghouls. That's his actually. That's his major thing. Yeah, because he has summons these two little ghouls that basically do a corpse explode. Exactly. And even if you're AOE tanking, they completely ignore aggro when they first come out. Right. And of course, we'll run straight for the squishies. Of course. And after I don't know how many seconds pass, they become receptive to aggro changes and taunting. And you can pull them back so they at least explode near the tank. Or you can try and kill them down before they nuke. Yeah, it's either way. You definitely don't want them near the squishies. No. They're, uh, even on just normal mode, they're going to do 3,800 to 4,200 points of damage per explosion. Yeah, there's two of them. So not not healthy if they're standing next to a cloth caster. Uh, he also will spam shadow bolts, yep. which do obvious, you know, pretty basic shadow bolt damage. Um, and unfortunately, we just ran this on heroic, so mm-hmm. I'll describe some of these abilities. They may not be on normal mode. He does do a steel flesh, which is a uh, reduces enemy damage dealt by seventy five percent and increases the casters by seventy five percent. So it's a damage decrease and buff on himself and. This curse, which he seemed to put on me like 30 times during the fight, <laughs> which is Curse of the Twisted Flesh, uh, reduces target's maximum health by 25% and inflicts 1,500 shadow damage every three seconds for 30 seconds. My feeling is this is a, a heroic ability only because I only see it listed once on Wowhead. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's kind of annoying. Cloak of Shadows can get it off there. Uh, it's a curse, so any removed curse will get rid of it as well. Um, otherwise, it's really just ma- managing the ghouls. Yep, that's the only trick to the fight. So have somebody assigned to ghoul management. Um, you, you know, it has a casting bar. You can see when it's happening. They do the whole animation, which I think is really well done. When they climb out of the ground and rah, rah. Um, just know that initially, at least, they're gonna, they're going to have their target in their heads and they're going to go for that target. And there's nothing you can do other than just DPS them while they run over there exactly. and start getting them down. Um, if you're not really paying attention, they can cause some mayhem for your for your team. Right. All right. So he drops. I don't, I don't have oh, open. It's all you, Grant. All me. Waistband of Thul- Thuzadin? Thuzadin. 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 All right. Uh, this is male, uh, obviously, belt. This is for the hunters in your life or uh, shamans that are enhancement spec we have the Tome of Salram, which obviously he's got his own tome. He's published. How cool is that? He's got tenure. Yeah, he's got offhand item, uh, obviously a caster offhand. Flowing Cloak of Command, which is a lovely uh, tanking cloak with some defense on it, stamina and strength and armor. And the Spiked Metals Cleach? Huh? Spell it. C I L I C E. Cleachy? Shillelagh? I don't know. Shillelagh? Shillelagh, I think. I don't know. It's a waste item. It's a belt, basically. Oh, we'll call mind. it a belt. Shillelagh is a and, club. Yeah, I you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a belt for your uh, DPS plate wearers. And is it a cinch? Cinch? Well, no, that's not how they have it spelled on there. Maybe nope. it's just misspelled. Uh, uh, it's right. probably some obscure piece of armor that they researched and... What's another word for thesaurus? It's a plate belt. Yes. <laughs> the plate belt with the plate spikes on belt it. belt drops. All right. So we get done with him, and then old Emo shows back up. Emo, buddy! He comes over and goes, good job. Meet me at the gate to... Town Hall. Town Hall. That's right. Meet me at the Town Hall. So in the upper northeast corner of the map, right. he'll run in, and then his spawn will shift, and he'll be there waiting with a the dialogue box open. Yes. 
and basically you have to talk to him before he'll move on to the next segment. Right. He says, let's go. You run into the town hall, I guess, is yep. where you're running into. And, and for the first time, you know, the last Caverns of Time instance we had had no infinite dragon flight in it. Right. This one actually does again. Yay! Yay. Blizzard being back on story. Um, he walks into town hall, and there's some humans there. And Arthas, you think, is going to do a repeat of his, you know, talk softly and then wail on them with the mallet. And does the, uh, yes, I'm, I'm glad I got you before the plague. Yep. Boot to the head! Pow! And they just go, ha, 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 ha. And they transform and reveal themselves as infinite dragonflight, which Arthas, of course, totally misconstrues as, oh, more demonic minions of Malganus. Right. Yeah, whatever, emo. That's fine. Just, just try not to run too far ahead. Yeah. So you're now in a section of infinite dragonflight, uh, dragonkin, the, quadruped version uh go for the ones with the hoods yeah. first they're the casters they do massive damage output shoot the shaman first yep. or is this sh- old shadow run uh, term but yeah obviously kill the casters uh once you've done it a couple times you'll pretty much know exactly where they spawn they're static yep uh so you'll you can just position yourself right next to them and get ready uh uh to drop them but yeah kill the caster kill the other two or three or however many uh you get in a group the first group will be just three uh yep. mobs you go from there, Arthas, like you said, says, oh, my God, he's got more than just dead I'm with dead him. in his hands. Let's, let's go kill him. Let's go do this. The third pull, um, so you do the one on the ground floor. You run upstairs. There's a group of four you kill. You run around a corner. There's a long hallway that Arthas parks himself in the middle of. Yep. Stay back from him. Don't enter the hallway because they'll pop infinite dragon can on both ends of it. And it's easier to pull them all back to you outside the hallway than to stand in the middle with him. It's a little less mayhem, right. especially in heroic and, mode. And if you stay back, also the caster spawns are in the back, yeah. whereas the, the melee layers are, are down the hall. And it's easier, like you said, to just draw them to you. So anyways, you follow them and you go into a big large, room. big room. Get a, you get a four spawn there again as yes. well. And then... Um, Arthas does his emo speech of, what else does Malganus have in his arsenal? Right. And you get your first infinite dragonflight mini-boss. Yes, it's a Chronolorg Epoch, which is a dragon... Draconid-style. style guy with the big two-handed uh, staff of whacking. Yep. Uh, he shows up, says something to the effect that, hey, Arthas, uh, darkness has taken over your soul. It's time to put you down. Yep. And Arthas goes, ha ha, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I got my posse. Right. I'm going to kill you. Exactly. He does some fun abilities. Yeah. His be- his best thing is, I believe, it's time warp, yep. which actually is a slow effect on everybody. And an acceleration and on And it him. makes him look... I don't even know if it's an acceleration on him. It just makes us all look so slow that mm-hmm. he just starts flying around because you're moving in molasses, uh, which is a really cool ability to see when he does it. Um, yep. Otherwise... There's not much to him. He does. He'll, he'll he freeze does, you in time. Yeah. So your healers have to catch up after you come out of it because he'll keep going. Right. And he'll do his time warp where he bounces around and attacks all the different people. So the healers are going to have to heal more than just the tank. Um, then he just does some big, big hits on the tank. Yeah. He does a wounding strike, which is like a mortal strike, which will reduce the effectiveness of healing. Yep. Uh, for looks like four seconds. Um, he also has a curse of exertion, which increases the costs of spell and abilities by 100% for 10 seconds. Yep. Again, if you have a decursor with you, um, just wipe it off. Wipe it off. If you don't, you know, just be prepared to deal with it for that uh, 10 you seconds. You won't be 
won't be able to do as many of your specials. Yeah, it's not uh, not at the end of the world. So you drop him down. He then drops such fun-filled loot as the Treads of Altered History, which is male boots for the castier male wearer. So your Resto Shaman or your, uh, what is the other Shaman? Uh, Elemental. Elemental. There it is. Brought to you by Nike. Nice. Uh, he drops a leather belt, the Ouroboros belt. Ouroboros. Ouroboros. Snake biting its own tail. So that's a lovely leather uh, caster belt. Necklace of the Chrono Lord, which is a DPS uh, neck item with haste and attack powder. 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 The powder puff girls, yeah. Uh, And then a staff, which is a caster staff. With uh, large amounts of spell spell power, 314 uh, spell power on it. It does add a little bit of feral attack power, but I don't know that you'd use it for that. Not so much. It does that calculation automatically, so. That's it. And that also conveniently brings us to the beginning of the emo gauntlet, and also brings us to the music break. Right. When we return, we'll do the last little bit of culling of Stratholme, which we refer to as the emo gauntlet. The emo gauntlet. It's going to be all about stopping Arthas from being stupid. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. It's fun, but just be ready for him to um, be the irresponsible tank that he isn't. Right. You are listening to Casually Hardcore live on WoW Radio with Gnomewise and Grail and no estrogen. Nope. God help you all. We will be back right after this. Digitally mastered and completely downloadable. It's the really hyperactive and totally interactive WOW Radio. WCRadio.com.
nature, nature will unapologetically weed your genes out of existence if you don't take action and do whatever it takes to build the skill set to attract people. Quite simple. If you don't do it, you are effectively sterile. Congratulations, you're a winner! Woohoo! What did I win? You've won a chance to listen to WOW Radio! Alright, I've always wanted a chance to listen to WOW Radio! Thanks, man, you're the best! WOW Radio rules! You have 937 messages, all of which are marked urgent. Casually Hardcore continues live on WOW Radio with myself, Gnomewise. And myself, Grail. And all those messages are going to have to wait a little bit. Because we're not quite done with the Masters of Five. <laughs> That's right. So you finish up with the Chrono Lord. You go through a secret uh, bookcase. And now you're into the burning portion yeah. of our program. Looks kind of familiar. Looks if you've ever familiar. done uh, Strat uh, back in the original WOW. As an aside, how many decades has Strat been burning? That is the best wood ever. Yeah. <laughs> It's magical. Every man wishes he had wood like that. But anyway, <laughs> it just keeps going and going. Well, every and... man wishes his wood's on fire, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on fire, baby! Uh, family show. Family man, show. Yeah. Okay. So, this is where Arthas goes. And he just goes. Yeah. He, he runs will... from fight to fight with no stopping, no breaks, and basically make sure to engage every single elite along the way. Oh, but of course. So, because basically you have a long street filled with non-elite with occasional elite 
undead mobs. Right. Now, what you need to do, and the models are distinctive. You can single them out pretty well. And before you talk to Arthas, there's a little bit of clearing you feel like you should do. Don't bother, because when you talk to him, the elites reset. Right. So you might as well just talk to Arthas, which will set him running down the, the street to start killing things. And his, his AI is questionable. <laughs> yeah. Because um, he'll go after the, you know, the cockroach that's standing next to the elite. Yeah. Um, so basically someone, the tank ideally should be you know, tagging the elite that you want to go after next and kill the elites, AOE the non-elites, and just try not to let Arthas get too far ahead of you. Right. Occasionally he makes some really bad decisions. Yeah. And will go pelting down the road three groups ahead of you to, to engage an elite, passing two elites to get to them. Right. And it's, it's interesting <laughs> at that point, because everything, of course, aggro's on him. If he dies, the whole thing resets. Yeah, he is a jerk. Um, but I guess, you know, he's kind of going nuts, so maybe that explains his crazy... The whole, even, I mean, he still has his soul at this point, but he's going down that path. Uh, yeah. So, assuming you're actually able to keep up with him, uh, you know... He'll go power drink when you can. Uh, use AOE to your best of your effects, and keep, halfway keep through with he them. will pause yeah. to give you a break. You'll, you'll come to one of the gates. What I like about the gates in here is there's the token one or two, two bugs rats. or one or two rats, yeah. and the ones that you know will eventually be bug traps or rat traps. Right, so, right. Nice one, guys. So he'll pause about halfway through. You can drink. You can go, yep. <laughs> you slap him upside the head. You freaking idiot! Why do you keep running? <laughs> And then either you can talk to him and tell him to start going right away, or he'll just time out and he'll start running again. Right. And just be aware. Be you know, put a put a trinket above Arthas's head and be aware that he's going to be stupid. Keep up with him. Keep him protected. And you'll go through these two sections of street that are roughly the same with a bunch you know the occasional elite, lots of non elites, and then you come to another portcullis area, and he'll do a speech of, "Oh, the fires haven't reached market row yet." That's basically the beginning of the end boss encounter. Right, right. You can either right. wait for him to time out or talk to him when you're ready to go. You go through around the corner to the right, and hey, this looks really familiar. You're in front of what will eventually be the slaughterhouse again, and there's Malganus. There's Malganus, and he of course talks a little bit. Arthas really doesn't have much to say. He just goes right into an engagement mode. So yep. figure as soon as Malganus spawns, you're pretty much going to be dealing with him right off the bat. Yep. Okay, so for Mr. Malganus, big frickin' demon, uh, he has a few abilities. One, he does a sleep, which as a uh, DPSer can be kind of annoying. It puts you to sleep for like 10 seconds. Uh, he uh, Damage will, of course, awaken you. Um, I believe it's a magic spell, so you can dispel magic on it to, to get rid of that if, if you so choose to. Nice. He does a lovely Mind Blast, which is a shadow uh, damage of around 4,500 on normal. He also has a Karen Swarm, which, I'm just reading the description here, is cresting wave of chaotic magic splashes over enemies in front of the caster. Very key, in front of the caster. So positioning is, and this guy loves the spin for some reason. Well, he'll turn whenever he does the sleep. Right. So he'll face the squishies and put one of them to sleep. Yeah. And then turn back to the tank. Tank, Turn back to the tank. But It's It's alarming when it happens. When you're a rogue, you're like, like, hey, show me your uh, back, uh, idiot. Yeah. So he does a a lovely wave, does an initial about 33, 3,400 points of damage, and then uh, does a dot on them as well. That ticks for about 400. Ideally, that will be hitting only the tank. Exactly. Um, And that's pretty much it. Yeah, the sleep is the most annoying thing in that fight, because the healer will get slept. Yeah. 
Like there's no way to dispel it. You just have to have a method of getting through it. Right, right, it right. It doesn't hit all that hard. Doesn't summon adds. Doesn't do a lot of AoE damage. He just spins a lot so people who have to be behind the target yeah. are a little annoyed. It's a little disconcerting when he yeah. does that. But. Basically, pull him up onto the steps, tank him there. Yep. Uh, Arthas will be there helping wail on him. Yes. So you get a little DPS boost from Emo. And... Then and he drops. He, well, he actually doesn't drop because he That's just right. basically goes, "Okay, meet me in the Arctic north of yeah. Northrend. Come to Northrend, take me out there, big boy. I got something to show you." <laughs> but I want to show you my frostmorn. Oh God, my brain. Exactly. So then, uh, Arthas thanks you for all the help and murder that you've just done, and says, "Here's some trinkets in a chest for you. Take whatever you want." Spawns. Uh, More importantly, yes. uh, a hot chick shows up. Chromie? Yeah, Chromie comes back at the end of the uh, instance and congratulates you on succeeding. If you were actually on the initial quest line, her, uh, the quest okay. turn-in is there. But yeah, this this ugly male dragon comes in, but then there's a hot chick. Oh, okay. And that's the important part. I guess so. So Blinders. Also, if you had been doing the timed run on Heroic before you turned right to Malganus, turning left and going around the corner is where you need to rescue the bronze yeah, dragon from, from the, the corruptor. corruptor. Yeah. Um, but normal mode, there is no timed, and you just go straight from Alganis and exactly. slap it around. And his chest holds. His chest holds. Lungs! Gauntlets of the Dark Conversion, which are male spell power gauntlets. Uh, gloves of the Northern Lordaeron. These are leather caster hands. Beguiling Scepter, which is a main hand mace that has uh, spell power on it. Huge amount of spell power. 314 yeah. for I a I carried that for a while. It's a nice item. Uh, discarded silver hand spalders, which are plate shoulders for the paladin in your life. Paladin. Lika's shield. Um, obviously, a shield has defensive rating uh, for your tanks. Dreadlord's blade, a two-handed uh, sword with some hit rating, strength, and stamina. And a nice graphic. Really? Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, demonic fabric bands, which are cloth wrists with uh, spell power, and the soul preserver, which is again spell power trinket. So casters are like, yeah, bring let's it kill on, baby. Him. <laughs> He's awesome. He drops the best candy. So, and then that's which point you've completed now the culling of Stratham. There'll be a portal out right there. Yep, which takes you out to the. Chirons of Time, so getting back to Dalaran is still your own problem. Right, right. Bring your mage. Yeah. Or your hearthstone. Yeah. So, that's it. Good job. Kratz on doing it. Um, in terms of being level appropriate, uh, this, this is from normal 70, mode. 576? 70, yeah, I believe it's around the same as like Violet Old Hole. Hills brand was yep. for... Uh, in the Burning Crusade expansion. So you're around 76. Go there in normal mode. Obviously, Heroic's the uh, 80 version. And overall, it's without incurring any wipe or having issues with resing, it's a really fast instance. Um, yeah. The only thing that slows you down really is the dialogue. Uh, yeah, it's pretty talky. Go blah, 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 blah. Let's go. And then he takes you through at a good clip. So it's a, it is a quick run. Um, obviously, if you're in Dalaran, it's very easy to get to. So that's that. I think and that moves us on into our email and shout-out section of our program. Woohoo! Do you have anything queued up if you don't? I, I have do. an email in front of me. You go, boy. All right. This is from... Name close to my heart. 
Hey, CHQ, Money Shots here. Oh, Money Shots! With a question about how you would quit WoW if you were ever going to. I haven't played easily for a month, but I have a feeling that the friends and people might pull me back in. If you decided to quit suddenly, how would you do it? Is canceling your account too far, or is that your safest bet? Coming from a kid who's hacked his school laptop just to play during class. Shame on you. Shout out to my Guild Legion for all the fun and memories to be had. Good luck in Ulduar and all future WoW content. Money shots, Aljol Narub US. Yeah, canceling your account, if you're serious about doing it, is the way to go. I mean, if you're truly serious, you don't trust yourself to not log in. Yeah. The way you have to cold turkey. Because if you if you just suspend your account, the back of your brain knows. Well, all I have to do is reactivate it, and all my stuff's there. Right. Destroy all your gear. Sell all your gear. Yeah. Send the money to your friends. Delete the tune. Then cancel the account. That Pers- makes it almost irretrievable from the Blizzard side. Right. If if you're really if you're serious, you know, I have to be done. And, and I and just, I don't trust myself to right. not reactivate and log in. If you're if you're having trouble with impulse control, yeah. To taking this to the extreme argument of, I you know have a psychological addiction to this game and I want to try and break it, mm-hmm. go all the way, right? Kill the gear, sell the gear, send the money away, delete the individual character slots on all servers, and then cancel the account. If you're not worried about your impulse control and you just are bored with the game, want to go play something else, then just suspend your account. Yeah. Just Tell Blizzard, I don't want to pay for this anymore. Right. And that gives you the option if some fantastic new content patch comes along um, or someone you know talks you, taunts you back into playing yeah. the game, you can just reactivate and pick up where you left off. Yeah. I would say that, yeah, unless you're really having a lot of life issues, mm-hmm. your best bet is just to suspend. If, you're, if it's really affecting your life, though, then I would say go to the extreme route yep. and new get kid. rid of it completely. Um, but yeah, in terms of if, like I said, if you're bored or if you ever are just logging in because you feel you have to, that's the immediate time you should take a break and not play anymore because yeah. you're going to really burn out if you keep playing when you just are feeling you have to play. And that's um, when it becomes not a game anymore. Yeah, exactly. And that's no fun. Exactly. So thank you for the email. I have an email here from Crystal. I think it's Moon Crystal. It's actually addressed to Io, but it says, I was listening to your radio show today, and I think the male equivalent of I love you, you're pretty should be I love you, you're well endowed. But the whole point of the the phrase I love you, you're pretty is to not say something that you say all the time anyway. So <laughs> I wouldn't even – she, she were to say that to me. It would just be lost in the background noise of, well, yeah, duh. So I think you need to come up with a more unique phrase that stands out from something that someone's going to be saying to me anyway. But that's just me. Uh, thank you for the input, though, Crystal. Appreciate it. Hmm. So maybe like, I love you, and you cook a fine ratatouille. Ratatouille? <laughs> that, that might. He's put basil in ratatouille. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. That might catch you off guard a little yeah. bit, though. Be like, what? I mean, that would get my attention. Yeah. See, I would just go. Nemesis is watching ratatouille. What? Yeah. Well, what? Eh? All right. Um, for those of you who are paying attention, yes, that was a faulty tower reference. But anyway, moving on. Oh boy. Okay, I'm kind of trying to look through. I I always appreciate all the emails, but there's a lot of wall of text in this week's batch of emails. So let me yeah. try to find one I can uh, paraphrase. If you got one up to to go though, go for it. Um, not so much. Okay. All right. There's not a bad one here. Okay, go for it. From Rubeth on Draenor EU. 
Dear CH Crew, thought I would ask your advice on this topic, seeing as you your show consistently provides mature, thoughtful insights in the world of Warcraft. <laughs> I'm sorry, what show are you listening to? Um, we okay. Thank you for that undeserved compliment. Um, that isn't to say the other shows don't, but many shows don't seem to take questions too seriously. The other day I was leveling my level 23 Holy Spec Night Elf Priest, as you're probably aware. Holy Spec is not particularly easy one to grind solo. Yeah, I'm very sorry for you. I was halfway through a quest to take out a single higher level NPC in Ashenvale. I was level appropriate to the quest. I'd taken down enough Furbolgs to get to the leader and was taking a quick mana break to be able to take out the NPC that I needed. I was just about finished, and the same level human paladin runs past me and takes down the NPC. I had fought... Um, NPC I had fought to get up to. Needless to say, I was furious after the amount of work I had to, to get through to get to the NPC encampment to reach my target. I have a paladin character, and I know how much easier it is to level than it is to level a holy priest. I had to wait for the respawn of the NPC, which meant I became boxed in by all the other NPCs I'd already pulled, rendering all the work I'd put in worthless. An hour or so later, I was working on a similar quest, and the same paladin was trying to kill a higher-level NPC. I watched as he died, and he proceeded to wish me, saying, Why didn't you heal me? My simple reply was, F off. <laughs> Elegant. Elegant to the point, and richly deserved. Yeah. That tool probably didn't even remember the kill-stealing he had done. Oh, no. And had such a feeling of entitlement. There's a priest there on my faction. I should be getting healed. You're a freaking paladin. Yeah. Heal yourself. Yep. Moving on. Whilst I was not proud of the way I handled the situation, in fact, I'm somewhat ashamed of the fact that I, <laughs> that I was so derogatory over a video game, not only because it made me look silly, but also because it does my guild's image no favors whatsoever. This being said, I couldn't help but feel somewhat vindicated by his comeuppance. My question is, how do you guys handle these kinds of situations which are admittedly rife in Warcraft? Whether or not you have had similar experiences that have been handled and handled them badly, or whether or not they have come back to bite you later on. Best wishes and, and big ups for such a great show from Rubeth Draenor EU. I think we've all had those moments oh, yeah. where someone is being a complete selfish tool, and I've handled it well sometimes. And handled it immaturely other times. It all depends on my head state when the, the tool arrives. Yeah. I mean, you know, unfortunately, I don't have that option usually if I'm on my rogue to like, heal somebody or do it. All I all I can do is just Help kill it. wish yeah, greatly that they overextend and pull mm -hmm. too much. and Or just, you know, if we're competing for the same mobs, just try to get there faster. Yep. Or you just have to walk away and just leave and say, you know, eh, I'm done with this. Come back and do it later? Yep. The, uh, yeah, I mean, there's really nothing to be gained by stooping to their level. Right. All it does is vindicate their choice to operate at that level and say, ah, see, everyone's like this, so I should continue to be the tool that I have, that I am. Right. You're not going to change them. Someone, there's always a chance that someone didn't realize they were being a tool, but you get burned out so much on running into the genuine tools where being polite and can wear thin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, ignore in general, it. try to be polite. You know, at, at worst, ignore them or, you know, privately laugh when they screw up yes. and die. <laughs> Which often happens if someone's a complete idiot. Exactly. They're going to be a complete idiot elsewhere in their lives. Um, I don't think any less of you for handling that the way you did. No. That person richly deserved it. Um, but don't feel bad. Yeah. 
And it happens to us all. All right. Got one here from Foxen uh, Elemental Shaman on Alliance, Alliance uh, Hydraxis US. Uh, hi, CH Crew. I'm a regular listener of your podcast for about 10 months now and really totally appreciate the time and effort you put in your show. Keep up the great work. I'm a raider, but I really like your show, and it helps remind me that there's a lot more to WoW than just raiding. Leveled a uh, shaman and a druid to 80 so far. Seemed easy leveling. Recently, I decided to dust off my 70 rogue, Kara Geert, and headed off to Northrend. Wow, not so easy. My uh, mobs die fast enough, that's fine, but it seems I have to stop and bandage every second fight. If I forget to do this and get into trouble, I end up gobbling down a health pot and still have to stop to eat bandage. As a healer, however, this is not a problem. You simply flash yourself a quick uh, heal, and off you go. This is a common thing, leveling a non-healer in Wrath. Yeah. Yeah, somewhat. I mean, with it depends really how your rogue is specced, because if you're 70 and you're running Kara with them, my guess is you're probably combat specced, which doesn't lend itself as well not to rap. Stam. Yeah. Well, it's not even stam. It's they're they're more of a sustained DPS, which is great for, you know, raiding and those type of things, but really when you're doing these quest mobs, you're looking for something that bursts and and controls the mob a little better. Uh my suggestion not knowing the spec of your rogue would be to look into a mutilate spec. Um the the tendency you have there is you open with cheap shot, you mutilate once you've now have four or five combo points on them as soon as cheap shot wears off you kidney shot them and the mob dies yeah and pretty much it has gotten maybe a hit off on you and therefore you're not having to constantly stop and bandage so that would be my suggestion look into that pick up a couple daggers and give that a whirl l2 stun lock yeah exactly stun lock for the win to level it is a happy happy thing got an email and also stuff from the black void okay email from iolite Hey! He says, miss everyone. Just dropping a line to say I'm sorry I had to work today and that I miss everyone. From Dean Iolite. The Dean. The Dean. Nice. Um, and from the Black Void via the Amazing Muggy. From Rink, can I get a shout out to my guild Nightsong Moon for killing 10-man Malagos and our first 25-man Sartharian with only 20 people. Hey. From Rink, level 80 Warlock. And from Trilliad, to all the folks on the Dalaran server, especially Or Death. And no brew left behind guilds. <laughs> That's a noble endeavor. <laughs> um, almost as good as, as the guild name uh, that I heard on TV show the other day, uh, May Contain Funk. Ooh. Actually, I liked I was playing with uh, my son. We we're, were always tossed around the idea of doing, I know, uh, doing the uh, DPS... Um, not DPS. What am I trying to say? The PVP uh, mm-hmm. and making uh, f- have five or six of us just all be rogues and run around and rogue squadron, yeah, rogue squadron. And so we've started goofing off on one of the uh, RP PVP servers out there, uh, venture, venture company. And I walk in, or of course we're doing this on Horde side. So I walk over to Ogremar, and outside there's somebody with a guild named Sans Pants. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Fantastic, I'm home." <laughs> Fantastic. That is great. <laughs> which also reminds me of a quick story which uh, my son wanted me to get out on the air. Last week. We left several weeks ago because <laughs> uh, he's already sitting in Northrend now. But while he was leveling, leveling his uh, Death Knight up, I went and gave him a hand with the arena in uh, Nagrand. Ring of Blood, right? Yeah, uh, Ring of Blood. And went over and a Death Knight and a level 80 rogue. It is possible to get through that whole thing uh, without too much trouble. So we get through it. We uh, get to the last fight, which is obviously uh, Mogor, the ogre mage who will die and then pops back up and you have to kill him again. That's a shammy type thing, right? Yeah, and he's 
he does, yeah, he casts a lot of lightning bolts and such, so definitely shaman is. And he was pretty challenging to the point that uh, we had to have my son summon up his ghoul to assist as well. But we get done, we beat him down, and the, the, the zone-wide out. shout of all hail Arisen Ghoul as the new champion <laughs> of the ring. <laughs> I was like, that's fantastic. Yep. Oh, my God. So, yeah, Risen Ghoul is the champion of the so Ring of Blood. Whoever gets the killing blow, and that, that has bitten me in the ass before. <laughs> We did, you know, the forty-five minute Baron run back in the day. Yes, where that was, you know, that was supremely challenging. We were doing it in the first week it was out, and we did a really non-standard group formation of warlock, two druids, and right. two rogues. Right, no a rogue and a paladin, and got to the very end, and the quest mob still was gray, and we're like whiskey tango foxtrot. Ugh. We just triumphed over this thing and against almost impossible odds and the quest mob's not lighting up. Yeah. Stood around, stood around, stood around. As it turns out, after many weeks, they acknowledge the bug of if a non-player lands the killing blow in that fight, it doesn't work. Right. And the imp landed the killing blow. Oh, no. And... We had to do it again. Back then, you know, we would flask up and and you know, spend money on just buffing ourselves. Yeah. So we would do one shot, just get it done, and like, oh, that wasted. I had to do it again. <laughs> uh, yeah. I QQ'd. I will freely. I QQ'd like a oh, stuck yeah. wench. Yeah. And they finally acknowledged the bug later, which at least vindicated. Ah, we didn't do anything wrong. Your damn game. Yeah. Got the run done anyway. But stupid game. <laughs> stupid game. <laughs> All right. Mm, donuts. Hmm. Alrighty, we are to the end. Yeah, thank you for all the. I mean, we actually have a ton of emails, which I'm sure we'll try to get to some next week as yes. well. Uh, we hopefully won't have a segment that carries over into the email well, segment. I mean, we, us, you know, men, we're talky talky. We love hearing the sounds of our own voices. Yes, la 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 la. la. So and people were kvetching at uh, Daxa about the female voice. I'm not sure what female voice I did. I don't know. I mean, I've never voice sounds never kind of feminine most of the time. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Only when you're in the room, big boy. I know. Anyway, oh, Dax is going to collapse from hyperventilating and trying to repress her laughter. Yeah. My work here is done. You have been listening to Casually Hardcore live on WoW Radio, as much as TB hates it when I remind people that we're on his radio station. Speaking of TB, coming up next on WoW Radio is Total and Biscuit Against the Planet. Octail is off in foreign lands across the Great Pond, so TB is filling in for two hours of OMG goodness. So stand by after the show for the half-hour pre-show and then Total and Biscuit Against the Planet. Wow. No, say it. You were going to say it. Fantastic. Fantastic. If you, have a, if you have a phrase, just run with it. I know. If you say it too many times, I'll just hit you with Silence! Because mm. that's why I have that. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. We will be back next week. There is a chance that Mikey get messed up or get delayed later into the week just because it's a major holiday, and I don't know what plans people may have. Oh, yeah. There's that bunny. Yeah, the whole rabbit. Thing. <laughs> the bunny foo-foo hopping through the floor. Anyway, so we'll post on the front page. Speaking of the front page, major improvements and changes to the website this week. Cadwallian, yes. god of coding. Has brought in show blogs. Blog. Blog, blog, blog. I just like saying the word. Yep. And the web player uh, to play streams and archives right in the website is back and better than ever and undergoing constant improvement. 
Um, Kedwalian, massive props to you. The new site is incredible. Keep it coming. I want more mm-hmm. because I'm selfish that way. Yes. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week, and we are out of here. Bye-bye, radio people.